Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Hello and welcome to the Build Up here on Balls.ie, your weekly look ahead to the biggest sporting events of the weekend in association with Labrooks. Now, it's a weekend of sport that is still exists, at least. There no, might not be any rugby this weekend, but there is still going to be football. So everything Kevin Doyle is crumbling around us. Uh, you know, Aston Villa, uh, Everton is cancelled now. We've games being called off all over the place. But there's still a kind of a sense of it. The season might be on the brink, but we might have a title decider also on Sunday between Liverpool and Manchester United. And United are top of the league. They're not joint top like we were joking about last week as a, not a real thing but they're actually top of the league and it's actually a real thing now and that Liverpool actually are under pressure to go and get a result this weekend. Yeah, forget about all those other matches. You can cancel all of them. Like, this is all that matters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you should take a picture of that um, Man United top of the league there. It's the first time in a long time. Um, I don't know if it'll last, but nice to see it and, and probably deservedly so. Um, over the, you know, there's no, one, there's no one firing on all cylinders this season. It's been very difficult for every team, um, but United have been as good as anyone. They have been, yeah. And in fairness, their recent form, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and they amounted, like, I think they've had two draws in their last uh, 10 games, maybe even 11, and the rest wins. It's actually very, very impressive. And just watching them even on Tuesday night against Burnley, it's a funny one because I feel like the plaudits have got, you know, at the start, they were grinding out these results after a bad run of form. And it's like, oh, United are in bad shape, you know, you know. Yeah. And now it's like the, the narrative has changed, but the performances haven't necessarily got all that much better. And I was even just thinking the other night, it was like once they scored a deflected goal, had played pr- pretty well against a really tough team. But Burnley then, you know, they stepped it up. They had chances. They were mishitting them over the bar. You know, none of them came that close, yeah. but easily could have scored. And the narrative would be completely different. But it, it is just a matter of winning these games over the course of the season in a year when not everybody is doing it. In the last couple of years, City and Liverpool were running away with things, winning every match. Nobody else is doing it this year. And suddenly, it really just does put United in an unbelievable yeah. position. There's no one on fire, exactly. Watching that game, yeah, you're right. Burnley, like even in the 90, I think it was 95 minutes of, there was five minutes of injury, 94 minute Burnley had a great chance. The sky went over the bar. Uh, watching them, you can never relax. You know, I never think that game's over now. That's fine. There's three points. Very, you know, very hard to sit there and just enjoy it. But that, yes, but you can say you can say that about any of the top teams at the moment. No one is playing really well. Um, and Burnley away is really, really tough. They're they're so well organized. In fairness to to Sean Dyche, and they're so big, so strong, and they just play away. They're not trying to be anything special. They play the way they play, and it's difficult for the top teams like Man United or any of the the teams in the Premier League because they're not used to facing that. You know, Burnley's kickoff was kickoff back and diagonal, high diagonal. And it's like, they're not used, teams aren't used to facing that these days. So um, they did well considering Man United, I think. 1-0, scrappy goal. It's sort of a good sign away from home mm. to go three points clear at the top of the table. You know, it's it's miles away from what we'd have been talking about a year, two years, three years, the last four years. Um, you know, this is the first time they've been top of the table this time of year since Alex Ferguson was in charge. So, whatever happens between now and the end of the season, um, it's been it's been definitely been a positive um, first half of the year. Yeah, your worry with United has always been their back four. It seems like yeah. Eric, Eric Boy has definitely been a, a, an improvement there, and you know, those seem to be a little bit more settled. So at least a couple of things working in their favor there. Yeah. But I wonder what you think about Pogba's 
reemergence, I suppose. It's the first time he's got a real run, I suppose. But he hasn't. I hasn't been in the team for all of these these games or anything like that. But just on Tuesday night, even it did seem like goal aside, a deflected goal. You can't take too much from it. But it just seemed like he was at the kind of centre of everything. Maybe Fernandez doesn't have as busy yeah. a night as he normally does. And if 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 United have one hundred percent Paul Pogba and one hundred percent Bruno Fernandez playing at the same time, suddenly that's a midfield that not really anyone else could live with. Yeah, um, it's getting that balance right, isn't it, Paul Pogba? Still questioning that game, watching them play. I think he's so much better when he gets the ball higher up the pitch, when he's not yeah. receiving it off his back four, trying to get him higher up the pitch. But when he's playing the two in the middle, like he was the other night, in fairness to him, he tried. And you watch him playing, his body language is really good. And he's not just, you know, bouncing around the place, you know, you know, I don't know what the word I'm trying to find here, but having no impact and, and mm. moaning and hands up in the air. He was getting stuck in against Burnley. Um, and fair juice to um, Soshka for that because I would have been definitely one three, four weeks ago after that uh, Champions League game where his agent came out the night before. I'd have been one, just that's it, don't play him again, get rid of him, that's it. Sick of it, had enough of it. It's, you know, seems to be every month or two that happens. And I'm even worried now about it because it's usually after he's had a little run of games and done quite well um, that they come out with some. So, but in fairness, Soshka's managed it well. He hasn't, you know, fallen out with him at all, which is very strange. Um, it is a club have just gone with the flow with the situation, um, which was upsetting me a, a month ago, but at the moment, at the moment, I'm quite happy. And, you know, in just not just Pogba, but their whole squad on paper is as good as anyone. They're back four, I know, gone about and you're talking about their back four individually and the money they spent on them. They're probably as expensive as back four as anyone in the country. Barely's been excellent when you come in. Watch from the other night against Burnley. When he gets the ball and he, he's, He's so confident on that, as in he steps in, he you know he, he drives forward with the ball, he takes pressure off the midfield a little bit, he steps in and he creates because he's, you know, Burnley were so well organised and so you know had you know he pinned in the back of times and valued the confidence just to drive out with the ball a couple of times in the game and open them up and just take the pressure off Man United. Um, so not just defensively but on the ball, he's he's quite good and he adds a bit of extra pace and physicality to back um, as well and they look just a bit more settled with him there. I still think their fullbacks need a lot of work positionally and defensively they're very good going forward and they're, they're athletic but i just think they need they need work on um from a defensive point of view but you know listen all in all it's it's been a big improvement um and keeping pogba right mentally keeping him feel like he's the king he's the one he's the main man i think it's sort of key and sasha seems to be able to do that um and a really important goal a defective goal or whatever but it's a massive goal away from home one nil win go top of the league that's a big you know, in, in Pogba's head, you know, I feel like this and I'm the, I'm the, the main guy again. And, and if he can feel like that and play like, because he is obviously world class when he's on his day, he's as good as anyone in the world. Um, you know, and including Ronaldo and Messi. Pogba at Juventus um, was absolutely different class. Scoring mm. goals, doing what he wanted up and down the pitch. Um, win the World Cup at France. So Man United get him right. It's it's like, it's just, it's everything. So, um yeah, and I think yeah. the key to that is making him feel like he's the main man. Um, as much as you want to think, you know, it's Man United and, and we signed you to be the main man, but whatever. Um, and then be disappointed with his agent and his comments and everything. But for the sake of this season, just going with the flow here and, and getting the best out. Do you think on Sunday, Solskjaer will be, I don't know if brave is the right word, but like, you know, he has liked that McTominay and Fred kind of partnership in midfield. Yeah. 
that obviously on, on Tuesday night against Burnley, you can afford to put a Pogba in there. He's played Pogba as one of the three, you know, I don't like Marshall, Cavani and, and Rashford aren't yeah. exactly setting the house on fire. There is probably room for somebody in there. Do you, or do you think now it's like, right, okay, do you know what? I'm going with you. You are going to be the main yeah. man. Can we go out and prove it in a massive game at Anfield where you could be overrun quite easily, you know? Yeah, it's a good point. And then that is one. Go, you know, it's Anfield. It's the top of the table clash. What a game. Go play as my centre midfielder. Be the main man. Show me, show me why you're world class. Um, yeah, and I, I think that might work with with Pogba. I I would probably Martial went off injured, holding his hamstring. I'd probably I'm play sorry. him in that forward left position. Um, you know, in, in a game like this, and, and Liverpool are so strong. Um, I, I might go with the Fred McTominay combination or Matthews McTominay or Matthews for however more defensive two there um, and have Pogba higher up the pitch because I still think he's so much better when he gets the ball higher up the pitch when he gets his ball when he gets the ball deep in a sitting midfielder he's back to play I just always feel like he looks uncomfortable um, I think you know he's, he's just more natural higher up and with Martial going off injured that could be a chance to play him high up on the left um, and let him sort of drift around and, and go where he wants, but start him off in that position. Um, and it could have naturally fallen into place with, with that Martial injury. Hmm. On Liverpool then, I was there was a point last Friday night, actually. I went out for a walk at halftime in the Aston Villa team <laughs> versus uh, uh, as it was one off. And I just remember thinking to myself, are Liverpool, have Liverpool lost it here? What's going on? Because they played an awful lot of like top line players. They've obviously coming off like their worst run, I would imagine, under Klopp. I actually haven't looked at the stats. I probably should have. But you know, they, they they're really really out of sorts in the in the league. They they've lost a lot of points, and then they go into that FA Cup match and at halftime or sixty minutes in, they're drawing one all with a group of 17, 18 year olds who've never played senior football before. And you think of what is going on here? Now they got it together and they scored three goals in five minutes. I just don't know whether I keep. I we had this conversation last week. Is it a blip or a crisis? And I still think it's a blip. But every week he goes by, you're think you know suddenly yeah. you know there's, there's more doubts and more questions there. Were that were you that stressed by Villa? You had to go for a walk. I have. <laughs> I had well, actually, I put a few quid on uh, on, on Liverpool with the handicap. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, betting, you're betting against your own team shocking um, uh, you know what I, I think if it was a normal season I would say Liverpool have struggled and lost a bit but I just think the season that's in it um, how mad a year it is I think it's just the way it is there's no team there's no team consistent they've been exceptional lucky in it from a defensive point of view um, yeah. how many injuries they've had obviously Virgil I like the main one but um, you'd imagine they'll try to sign someone now in January to cover there because they can't, you know, they're putting Jordan Henderson there and everything. Um, at the end of the day, they're playing, they were playing Villa's kids, but they won the game comfortably in the end. I would, I would still say you know, they have a couple of issues contractually. Wijnaldum, um, is an issue for them, Mo Salah is sort of an issue a little bit. So, there's a couple of things bubbling probably under the surface as well that they need to sort out by the end of this season, I suppose, coming into the summer. I think if they can get through this season, they'll sort those issues out when Alan will probably move on. Um, and maybe Mo Salah as well. But that, that's never harmed them in the past. They've lost the likes of Coutinho. And I think Klopp is fantastic at finding players and improving them and making them more class. So I don't think that'll be an issue for them. But I just think now in the middle of the season, it is a bit of a problem. Um, but no, I, I would put it, I think you're. I think it's a blip. I think it's a, just a, it's just a crazy season, world time at the moment. And for them to be still top of the table, 
you know, they've gone from win the Champions League one year, win the league the next year, and they're still involved now and still going strong with it without signing really a whole lot of players, without changing a whole lot. So there may be due a bit of a freshen up this summer. Mm. Um, but I think, no, I, I listen, Liverpool fans, I, I don't know what how they feel, but if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be quite happy that we're still involved, still with a great chance to win the league, you know, win the game on Saturday we go or Sunday we go top of the table. So um, more of a bit of a blip. And, and, and it's, it's just a natural cycle of a, of a team as well. It's been so good and for so long you know the players are getting older and, and they're probably due a bit of a change in the summer mm. I saw that they were 3-1 to one to win the title on Labrooks the other day now that could be updated since but City actually as the favourites and United behind them but I just thought 3-1 to one was surprising because again if they do go on that kind of run and I just yeah. wonder if you know a game at Anfield against your biggest rivals against Manchester United who are suddenly kind of like you know, there's going to be, you can imagine what the Liverpool dressing room or change room or wherever they are, maybe in a big bar where they all get changed now in COVID times. You know, you can imagine what that's like this week when all the talk is about the resurgence of Manchester United. And you're like, well, who have they actually beaten? What have they actually done? We're the champions. We were Champions League. Yeah. Champions. You know, there could be a different Liverpool that you see this week. And you kind of, there's a part of you that trusts them to go out and kind of put in a big performance this week. And then suddenly, three to one for the title for a team that would be back top of the league and have all that pedigree would look a little bit generous. Definitely. It's amazing how quickly things change in a week. Um, they'll definitely be feeling that. Listen, they're top players. They're Premier League champions. They won't like other you know people talking about other teams and questioning their form. And can you imagine as well this season, they've been very unlucky. They've won the league. Can you imagine what Anfield would have been like every week for them? Yeah. The difference that would have given to Liverpool, more so than other teams, let's be honest. Um, Anfield, the noise and the, the atmosphere there were Premier League champions after so long. Um, that would give them a lift, you know, 5 or 10%. Never mind going into this game at the weekend if it was a full house at Anfield and, the, and, and what went with it. Um, so, you know, they're losing out on that. You know, and every team can make that argument, but I definitely feel there's a bit more, there'd have been a bit more special atmosphere at Anfield this season just of, of how long they've waited for this. So um, that's been taken away from them. So it's, no, listen, they're, they're fine. They're, you're dead right. I think they'll they'll get a they'll get a, a buzz from this week. You know, this is a big big game. Let's really see where we stand here from Man United point of view as well. Where are we going to stand after this? This is the first. It's not it's not the be all and end all. It's not the end of the season for either team if they don't win it. But it definitely may, puts down a massive marker. It's the first game where we can go. You know what? Here's two uh, two real title challengers here coming mm-hmm. up against each other. Um, coming into the the good part of the season. So. Um, Tell a lot, it'll tell a lot from Man United's point of view and it'll tell us where Liverpool are. Absolutely, yeah. Well, look, there's a lot going on at the moment with uh, like COVID suspension or COVID games postponed and, you know, players not hugging each other after goals and everything like that. And it's all a bit grim and it's all a bit teetering. And I have to say, I'm not a Manchester United fan. You are, I know, and you talk about it a lot. And I, like, I've I've no interest in them being back winning titles again or anything don't like be, that. Don't but be like that, mate. I, don't be like that. I'm not neither positive or negative, but I have to say it is, it, it's very exciting to have not just the title contender coming in from from nowhere to kind of, you know, have a big game at Anfield on Sunday, but for it to be United, I have to say, there is yeah. something about the two big teams clashing in such a massive game for the first time in a long time. So we'll get your prediction on it in a minute, though, because we're going to do uh, Ladbrokes 1-2-3 uh, first. So this is your chance to win €100 Euro cash by playing Ladbrokes 1-2-3 for absolutely free. You pick three scores for this weekend's games. If you get one right, you get €1 Euro free bet. If you get two right, you get a €5 Euro free bet. And if you win all three, you get a hundred euro cash. But before we get to Liverpool, Manchester United, we're going to talk about Leicester, Southampton, uh, two teams in really, really good form. This is a sneakily good game this weekend. Yeah, really good. This is a Champions League um, <laughs> yeah. qualification game here. 
um, or Leicester sneaking up to in the top two. Um, it's what was it? Was it last year? The yeah. nine, nine yeah. was that only last year? Last Amazing. October, yeah, yeah. yeah that, he sur- that he survived that and has come back stronger than ever. So um, I think Leicester will probably have too much for them at home. I'm going to go for a Leicester win. I'm going to go for. Purely just because Leicester at home. If it was at Southampton, I'd probably go for Southampton. When I go for Leicester, Leicester 2-0. Um, yeah. yeah, but an enjoyable game. Two good, you know, good teams to watch as well. Um, it really it should be a good game. Um, yeah. Yeah, good bunch of players on both teams. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So Leicester Southampton, amazingly, are actually sixth in the league in points played in games played since then, which is well over forty games. Really? Like it, was that, it was October twenty nineteen. So the run that they've been on ever since that game has been phenomenal. And like Hasselhoff obviously gets a lot of credit, but I think Leicester are there thereabouts with them around the same points, maybe a couple more. So like it just shows you the form that and and, and Leicester yeah. had their collapse last season as well. So they've just been a really really strong team now for a couple of years. But on to the big one then. This is the middle game: Liverpool versus Manchester United. What's your prediction? Oh, yeah, I think there'll be goals. I'm going to go for it. I'm praying for a fantastic derby game, two all. Um, yeah, goals, end to end stuff. Not, I just hope it's not. I don't think it will be. They're both, listen, United's attack is their strong point. Liverpool's attack is their strong point. Both of them questionable at the back. So you'd hope there's some goals. I'm going to go for 2 2. Um, and great game to watch, end to end stuff. 2-2, two, two. I that's, think we'd all take the dream, that. Yeah. yeah, especially for neutrals. Yeah, I don't know about it. I think, although you think United would be happy with that no, as well. Yeah, take yeah. that. Yeah, uh, great stuff. Two all draw there. Uh, and then to win your 100 quid to round off your weekend, in form, Manchester City favourites to win the Premier League, despite the yeah. incredibly bad season they've had so far. But they're, they're in really good form against Crystal Palace. Uh, Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace, who uh, didn't do too well against the big team there when they played a few weeks ago against Liverpool, but have that reputation. Of yeah. scuppering plans, they're usually very. Roy Hodgson usually does better against the big teams. He's so organised and very difficult to break down. Um, I'm not sure what the situation is with Aguero City. You know, West Brom game. I'm thinking of and the lots of possession, but they just can't score. Um, and they're missing Aguero there. They need they need just an out and out goal poacher. I hope they try to sign someone like that in January. Um, but Palace ain't going through the best run of form. City, you, you know, you're talking about how bad they've been. They're only you know one win away from is it joint top or very close mm. to being top anyway so and they have a game in hand um so yeah i can see why they're favorites um if they do find a fantastic form they'll be hard to beat i'm going to go for a home win three nil man city three nil good stuff well that's a, the problem that they've had it has been scoring goals they've been comfortably winning games one nil if that makes any sense recently but three nil is a uh would be definitely a step up for them i think this weekend and it could happen against palace so Kevin Doyle's one, two, three picks are Leicester versus Southampton, uh, two nil to Leicester, Liverpool versus Manchester United, two all, and Manchester City to beat Crystal Palace, three nil. If you want to play yourself, you can do so for free on labrooks.com now. Pick, uh, all three scores to win a hundred euro cash. Uh, if you are having a bet on anything at all this weekend, please do gamble responsibly. Visit dunlouis.net for more information. Kevin, enjoy the game. I think it's like, you know, hopefully it isn't uh, one of the last games we see for a while. I'm definitely getting a little bit worried. Maybe it's just paranoia. But um, I think it's going to be a cracker as well. And uh, yeah, look, I mean, I think this is something that, this is why we all watch the Premier League for games like this. Yeah, definitely. Myself and my eight-year-old will be glued with Sunday. Can't wait for it. Should be great. Great stuff. Well, thanks a million, Kevin. We'll be back with you next week with more build-up. We're going to look ahead to the uh, rescheduled Leinster versus Munster game 
um, in the uh, Pro 14 with um, Stephen Ferris and we'll have lots more as well back with you then